The supply chain world is opening its doors to a new generation of job seekers. What are the keys to making it over the threshold? Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Bowman, managing editor of Supply Chain Brain, and this is the Supply Chain Brain podcast. a strong job market, at least for now, and some of the most promising career opportunities are in supply chain management. Still, for a young man or woman just graduating from college, choosing a career path in this wide-ranging area can be daunting. So it also goes for the established supply chain or logistics professional looking to enter a fresh field. On the show today, I'm speaking once again with Tisha Donnell, Vice President of Agilon, the staffing and recruitment firm. She'll sketch for us the fundamentals of today's supply chain landscape. We'll talk about how young people can break into the field, what kind of degree carries the most credibility, the top skills that new job candidates should possess, and the value of an advanced degree in supply chain management. It's a discipline that didn't exist by that name just a few decades ago, and the rules are still changing. So here is my conversation with Tisha Donnell. Tisha Donnell, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Bob. I'm glad to be back. This time around, we're going to be talking about how graduates can land a career in supply chain and logistics. So let us put ourselves in the shoes of a university graduate with a degree maybe in supply chain, but certainly some kind of business degree of some sort. And this person has evinced a desire to somehow break into the world of supply chain and logistics. So what is the first step that this person takes once he or she takes off her cap and gown and tries to get into this business? Well, I have some good news, uh, definitely, for all the graduates, especially this year. When you look at the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and if you look at the unemployment numbers for May, unemployment right now is at 3.8%, which, again, dropped from April. Currently, we are in a 92-month consecutive streak of job growth. So that, that means for all our graduates that um, have taken off or put on and, and received their diploma and taken off their cap and gown, there are a lot of jobs open to them. You know, I thought that that was a very interesting statistics and very encouraging for our grads. Also, another statistic, which was actually posted on the Human Resource Management Professionals page, for as long as the Bureau of Labor Statistics have been tracking the number of unemployed U.S. workers. They started about 18 years ago, and what we saw today is as of the end of April, the number of available jobs exceeded the number of unemployed U.S. workers. So, Bob, this statistic of... There 
there were 6.0 U.S. job openings at the end of April, and there were 6.3 million individuals who were counted as unemployed. So I would say, first of all, with those stats, they should definitely start job hunting. And within the supply chain field, there's a lot of areas where they can look at job openings. Obviously, the uh, Indeed post, LinkedIn would be the top two that come to mind. Good news then, obviously, for job hunters. But at the same time, if a company is looking for somebody to come into the world of supply chain and logistics, they're going to be looking for people with certain skills, certain personalities, certain qualities that relate to this industry. So what are companies looking for today in that area? Can you give us some tips? Well, first, you mentioned that besides a degree, which I think definitely gives them a leg up, uh, shows that you're committed to learning to the industry. First is communication. When I speak to a lot of our hiring managers within the supply chain or logistics industry, one of the questions I ask them is, what is more important to you, the technical skill or the communication or the soft skills? And Nine times out of 10, they will always say the soft skill, the communication, and most importantly, the flexibility and able to work in an environment where it is a fast-paced environment. I would say those are probably the top skills. What is important in terms of what kind of a degree? Now, many years ago, there wasn't any such thing as a degree in supply chain management. And of course, there is now in some very good top schools that do produce a number of graduates in that area. But how important is it that these people come to these companies with a degree specifically in supply chain or logistics as opposed to a general business degree or for that matter, a degree in anything else? Well, I would say with the unemployment rate so low, employers are definitely more open. If you had a general or a business degree, not a supply chain degree, but have had experience working in supply chain, I would say that's almost equivalent as having a supply chain degree. Some of the other areas that you can also look into are certifications, especially if you are looking to get into supply chain and maybe transitioning from another industry. APIC has a certification, the Institute of supply chain management professionals have one uh, for purchasing and procurement. And some of the networking, like Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals, they also look to have smaller programs that offer certification. Certainly networking is very important. CSCMP, the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals, makes a special effort to bring in younger people. And so I guess joining those organizations, just being around them and networking must be an important aspect as well, right? I would say it is probably besides your internet job hunting through, as I mentioned, LinkedIn or some of the the job postings, just as important is networking. What I typically find is even though you might not be in a job search right now, when I do go to networking events, I find that they have found their second or third job or they have found, even if, again, they're not looking, they're not in the job market, because of the relationships that they build, being consistent in attending networking events or being involved, they will typically get approached with a job offer. How important is it for a candidate to have had some kind of internship already under their belt? Does that give them a leg up when they actually are out there in the world looking for a full-time job? Yes. I would say any experience, internship, business is always going to give a candidate a leg up, especially coming out of school. Even if they also can show that they've worked in the summers or during school in a business function, anything as closely related to the field that they're applying for, or even supply chain, that will definitely help. And I highly advise that. 
So let's talk more about job and skill requirements. You mentioned communication as being extremely important. That would be number one. I don't know if you want to rank those, but that would be an important quality. What else are companies looking for in a candidate for a job today that might be different than what they were looking for 10 or 20 or even 30 years ago for a comparable position? Well, the one area that I want to highlight is math and analytics. I know that there's a lot of talk about big data and looking at the evolution of supply chain. And supply chain is is very data-driven, and obviously it's process-driven. And now you're seeing the systems for tracking supply and demand becoming increasingly more complex. The companies are always trying to change and evolve to meet the complicated customer demands. So any knowledge of Google Analytics, data collection, interpretation, and strategic application of count for any type of systems, I mean, those really count and will set a candidate apart for supply chain hiring managers. So you've got to be a people person and you've got to be a numbers person at the same time. Those two qualities don't always come in the same package, do they? But that seems to be more of a requirement these days. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where traditionally, when you see this supply chain before they actually had more undergrad four-year degrees for supply chain, we saw a lot of candidates coming out of engineering where you have a lot of math or statistics. But I think along with the other professions, even for accounting, finance, or human resources, that math and analytical data is definitely in demand. So you're right. If you have both those skills and you can showcase that in an interview, you'll most likely be one of the top candidates. Now, some years ago, before supply chain management became a a major choice of a major, if you put it that way, almost everybody that you would talk to who had an established job in supply chain or logistics would tell you that they didn't start out that way in that company or in their career. In fact, a lot of them never had even heard of the concept of supply chain management, and they kind of just fell into it. I imagine Mm -hmm. that's less the case now because there's much higher awareness of supply chain as a career path. But what are the career pathways today in that regard? Are there still people who kind of come into it without any true knowledge of the field and end up just moving into it? Or is there a preponderance of people who have that goal from the start to be in supply chain and logistics? Sure. So I would say that the number of career paths that whether you're a new grad or you're someone that's looking to transition to get into the supply chain and logistics industry, I would categorize it in three different areas. One, which I would say is growing even faster this year than supply chain or procurement is the logistics roles. Whether it be a logistics analyst or a logistics manager, we are seeing this year an increase in the for those type of roles. Obviously, transportation, demand for products to get to places quicker more than ever. We see a lot of hiring for third-party logistics companies. And so that could be a, a one area that I would try to get into within supply chain. Another area is purchasing and procurement. And typically, this is where we see our entry-level buyers or sourcers. We have hiring managers of companies that say, I'm just looking for someone with a degree and maybe six months experience. So typically, it's a great entryway to learn more about the corporate side of supply chain within that buyer and procurement or the 
purchasing and procurement team. And then there's obviously the supply chain side of it, which is demand, inventory, and what really working with, and probably more into that data and analytics, how much products do we need? How much product do we buy? What is demand and how much do we need to move when? So those are, I would say, the three areas that we are seeing growth in. And anyone that is looking to get into logistics or supply chain, I think that is a great starting point to get into the industry. Do you think the opportunities are equal in terms of actual companies, that is, manufacturers, distributors, retailers who are hiring for internal supply chain positions versus, as you say, third-party or lead logistics providers? They also need talent. Between those mm-hmm. two areas, between service providers and, and actual shippers, can, is it possible to generalize where more of the supply chain, potential supply chain jobs are? I would say uh, logistics, really. Also, obviously, with warehousing, we're seeing a lot of retail companies really expand and opening up new areas. I know that some of our branches, that's the type of positions that they're filling. So if you had to say, okay, is it the purchasing or industry, purchase procurement, supply chain, or logistics, I'm going to go with the transportation logistics. Technology, IT is also a doorway in, is it not? There are plenty of software vendors out there. Is that also a possibility? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not as familiar with the IT demand or industry. I do know that any exposure to systems, and if you've worked with a system, I know there's a lot of proprietary systems that typically different companies use. If you've had exposure to that, absolutely. But I think other than working with a specific system, maybe working with a IT company or a program that services the supply chain industry, that could certainly be another entryway into the industry. How important is it to have an advanced degree, a bachelor's versus a master's versus, for that matter, even a Ph.D.? I guess it depends on the job, but can you generalize in that area? Sure. I mean, I would say if as you continue to climb the ladder within supply chain, if you will, it definitely is important. I know when I recently attended a master's program kickoff, and when I spoke to some of the students, a lot of them were already in supply chain or holding kind of a mid-level role, and they look at the program as opening their or broadening their experience to get to the next level. In terms of looking for a university program that will prepare you for a job in this business, what should you be looking for in a program? There are so many good ones out there. If you could give us a few tips as, as to what might qualify as a promising university that would get you into this business when you come out the other end. The first I would say is, one, obviously you can, through the internet, you can always probably Google top places to get a supply chain degree. There's always the top five ones that I think are industry known. But one of the things I would suggest is even before, or if you are thinking of looking into further education, is talk to their career advisory team or department. And what I would ask is, what is the placement ratio? of your students coming out of a supply chain degree with a degree from your program. I think that is a good indicator. The goal is to get a job after you receive your degree to pay for the education. So I think that's a good indicator to say we had 150 students and we had a 90% placement ratio. Probably it would be also good to see the type of companies they've had placements or where their students have gone to see if they align with your goals 
books. I say that would be probably the one of the things that I would do. Also, check out their uh, alumni page or if they have any type of alumni program and also speak to someone that finished the program or went to the school. I think that would be important to have some first-hand experience on what they experienced and you can have a better idea of is this the type of school culture that I'm looking for or maybe even interview two to three and narrow it down to the one that fits your profile. Let's turn our focus in the other direction for a moment. That is the actual job seekers themselves. This generation of, I hesitate to use the word kids, although I'm certainly tempted to do so, those now coming out of graduate programs or coming out of university looking for jobs, what do they want in a job and a career today that might differ than before in terms of longevity, opportunity, loyalty to companies versus the so-called gig economy? What are, what are young people looking for today in this area? I think what is most important now, probably to uh, the candidates that we're seeing, maybe we call it the Z generation now. I think that's the newest generation coming out of school. The first thing is culture, because when you think about it, the candidates now that are coming out of school, they are getting multiple job offers. So when you're an employer that's hiring, you are really courting the candidate and say, okay, why should I take your supply chain job versus the other supply chain job? Because I know that companies now are seeing that it's difficult to get candidates. And they're even what they're seeing is they will see a candidate through the interview process, make an offer, and the offer will be turned down. So I think company culture right now is important to them. It sounds very cliche, but is there snacks in the office? Is there a culture of teamwork? Not just work together, but is there a volleyball team after work? So there, there definitely is a not as fine line between work and play. And I think that's one of the things that some of the newer candidates look for. Another is flexibility. And it doesn't mean work from home, but maybe I am also, I like to coach a lacrosse team. And am I able to leave a little bit early to get to my coaching role? Flexibility with starting, ending. If you had an office with different locations, I'm seeing that a lot now. So then you don't have to go into like a downtown and, and do that commute, maybe work out of a satellite office or and definitely working from home. I think the company can offer some of those benefits, have a culture that is different and some flexibility. Those are the areas that will really make a difference to someone that's currently looking for a role. Well, that is a really valuable portrait that you have painted for us of both the requirements of companies today in supply chain and logistics and those young people coming into that world and looking for jobs in that area. Tisha Donnell, I want to thank you so much for being with us once again to talk about just how graduates can land a fulfilling career in supply chain and logistics. Thank you very much for being with us. You're welcome, Bob. Always a pleasure. That was my conversation with Tisha Donnell of Agilon, talking about career opportunities for newcomers to the world of supply chain management. We're online at www.supplychainbrain.com, where we post a new episode of this podcast for streaming and downloading every Friday. You can also read my Think Tank blog, watch thousands of videos, and access all of our other content, including the digital edition of our magazine. Look for us on Facebook and LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter, at SCBrain. You can also download or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Got any comments or suggestions on this or any episode? Email me at rbowman.com 
at supplychainbrain.com. See you next time.